Do you have an exciting program or event launch you'd love to share with the world? Or maybe you or someone you know has reached an important milestone or experienced an exciting achievement in their business. Sure, you can promote it across your socials and e-newsletter. But if you want people outside your network to hear the news, you need it picked up by a journalist. And that's where media releases come in. I've been writing a bunch of these lately, so I thought I'd take this opportunity to explain how to write a media release that makes an impact and then how to share it with the world. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Marketing and Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. The show features a beautiful blend of guest and solo episodes covering marketing and business growth topics as well as ways to improve your physical, mental, and emotional self. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, a health and wellness copywriter and content marketing trainer, who's here to help perfect your message, then find the right channels to send it out into the online world, with the ultimate goal of making it heard and seen by your ideal client. So feel free to book in a free 15-minute chat with me after listening to today's episode. The details are in the show notes. Now, first of all, on a personal note, I hope everyone who is currently in lockdown is doing okay. Uh, I've personally gone through my ups and downs as I've been trying to do my work and homeschool or manage a four-year-old at the same time. And for regular listeners, you might have noticed some slight delays with my podcast releases lately. And that's just been all part of the fun. (laughs) Just taking every day as it comes, right? But I acknowledge many of you out there have had to put your work on hold for the time being and we are uncertain for how long or shifting the way that you do things. So I do hope that despite everything, you are taking care of yourself because that's the most important thing you can do right now. Take care of your mental, emotional, and physical health. And accept, that's one of my buzzwords at the moment, acceptance and surrender. Accept you can't do everything like you used to. Because if you fall apart, that's not going to do you or your business or your loved ones any favours. So be kind to yourself, accept the current yet difficult circumstances, and just go with the flow. This is what I'm trying. And as soon as I try to I surrender, I feel this massive weight. Just go with the flow. Okay, so let's get started on the topic for today. Back in episode 51, I had the honor and fangirling moment of interviewing Beck Darrington from Source Bottle about PR and publicity on a shoestring budget. If you haven't already tuned into that episode, I recommend getting onto that one next. Uh, or pausing this and going back if you want, because it's a goodie. But anyway, Beck was saying the art of media releases is dead and that it's all about Twitter. Now, while I agree to an extent, there are times when having a media release or otherwise known as a press release is important. For example, reaching out to your local media who may not be on Twitter 
and more focus on community stories like magazines and radio. I mean, in Australia, Twitter is actually not used as much as it would be overseas, right? So I think this is a key thing to consider. In recent months, I've been writing a lot of media releases for a PR agency, shout out to Catherine, and I've realised that my past TAFE training in PR, as well as my journalistic background, have made the writing process very easy for me. But I understand it's not easy for everyone, or people have no idea where to start. So I've prepared 10 tips for you today for writing and sharing a media release effectively. All right, number one, grab attention with a clever headline. One of the most important skills a copywriter has possessed is the ability to hook the audience in. And if you're not a copywriter, it can be even harder to master this art, but you ultimately need to grab their attention as quickly as possible. Headlines are often the first thing people read or it could be a subject line if you're sending it out via email. And if they don't captivate the reader, then there's no point in, you know, going any further. It's important for for you as the writer of the media release to generate a headline that will capture what we've seen, think about the journalist's attention and sparks interest as early as possible. Now, thinking as well, and we'll go into this shortly, but you want to put the important stuff at the beginning because for the reader, you need to encourage them to keep reading as well. So you've got both two audiences here, thinking about the journalist initially seeing it to then publish it, but they're ultimately thinking about the reader. So number two is then highlight the journalistic angles of your story. So a good story will engage the audience and pull them in, as I was just saying. So here are some little tips that you can follow. In addition to starting with persuasive headline, you also want to then go in with a punchy lead paragraph that summarizes the story as um, succinctly as possible. So don't wait to the third paragraph before you do that. Uh, You need to basically give them the why is this Uh, you know, why this, why now? Why should they run with the story? Why should they read this story? It needs to be one of the first couple of lines. And so then you go into details, who, what, when, where, why the story from most important through to least important. So yes, you may put a bit of information about uh, your business in a one-liner and later on you can give a little bit more about your, your background and your history but make sure the absolute essential information is at the top. And I also recommend putting quotes from experts in your field for credibility or maybe it's yourself if you're the business owner because otherwise the media release is written as um, in third person. Um, so include quotes so it just kind of because uh, most of the language would be very professional but then you can put in a bit more of a colloquial quote, you know, more relaxed conversational quote uh, that will really resonate with the audience. So tug on the heartstrings here about why this event, why this milestone is so important. And you can do uh, in terms of how long to make that quote. It could be a couple of sentences. It could be a paragraph if you think it really captures the key message of the media release and of the story. It's great for adding a human element. 
Number three is include the most critical information up front. So, yes, as I was saying before, you just you don't know how much space the journalist has to work with. For all you know, they are looking for a space filler and they only have 100 words available uh, down the bottom of the page next to an ad or something to put a story. So they may then crop your media release to just include the essentials. Uh, and so just make sure the vital information is mentioned first, then work your way down. So then the essence won't be affected if it gets the chop. Because uh, otherwise, if you don't order it uh, succinctly enough, by most important down, then it, it adds a, a difficult element for the journalists to have to start playing around with what you've done and, you know, especially this day and age where they've got the pressure to release things very quickly with, like, online publications, for example, you want to make it as easy as possible. Just go, yep, cool, cut and paste, we've got a story. Number four, keep it short and sweet. So your media release should be no more than a page and a half long, but one page is actually best if you can really get yeah, really tighten it up. You can always add a heading at the bottom of the media release that says for more information and then insert your contact details. Because if you picked their interests from your one pager, which hopefully you have, and made the journalist excited to find out more, it makes them think, oh, this is going to be a really good story. This could be a two-page spread, whatever it is, then they will reach out to you. So don't feel like you have to cram absolutely everything related to the story. Just put the essential stuff in and, and then just say for more information. Number five, write in an active voice. Okay, so this can be a tricky one to get right. So I did do a little a bit of a Google search to help me explain this properly to you. So basically in a sentence written in the, in the active voice, the subject of the sentence performs the action. But in a sentence written in the passive voice, the subject receives the action. And this example, which example I've seen before, which I think just really makes it clear, in the active voice, the line would be, the dog bit the man. In the passive voice, the man was bitten by the dog. So you can see the dog bit the man, the man was bitten by the dog. It was the dog doing the biting. That's That was the key essence of that story, that mini <laughs> micro story. So therefore, the dog has to come first. Now, I'm not claiming to be an absolute expert with this. Uh, I still occasionally fall down the passive hole, but I'm way better than I was in the past. I actually didn't realise I was doing it until uh, I think another, a couple of other copywriters kind of brought it up and then I recognise it now and, yeah, with a bit of practice, you will get it right. But you can use tools like Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, I'll put that in the show notes, and Outright, which is an Australian version of Grammarly, so O-U-T-W-R-I-T-E, to double-check with your written. Or, of course, you can ask a copywriter or a proofreader editor to, to have a look through. Number six, keep it relevant to the journalist's interests. So when you're too close to a subject, it's easy to fall into the trap of promoting something that's important to you, but maybe not to the rest of the world. So think about the journalist who's thinking about their audience. Why is the topic important and interesting right now? So relevance is obviously key. Why should they explore the story? Will their audience be keen to hear about it? 
And will the story make a difference to the readers, listeners, whatever's lives? So just kind of keep going back to them. Why should they care? Why should they care? And if you keep that back of mind as you're writing this, it will definitely help. Number seven, send along a photo to be featured or say photo opportunities are available. So remember, once again, it's all about making the journalist's lives easier. And if you attach a high-res image that you can see being printed in a publication, uh, along with the story, you know, the hard work is done. They've got an instant story. They can just edit where they to done. But if you are promoting an event that has yet to take place, maybe not currently in mid-2021, but um, if you're promoting an event uh, to take place or if you don't yet have suitable photos staged appropriately, then mentioning the fact photo opportunities are available makes the journalist aware you're open to arranging a shoot and they're not going to call you and you say, oh, no, no, not doing any photos and, you know, all that awkwardness. So just make that clear. Number eight, distribute your release across the right channels. So before you flick your media release off to a list of 100 publications, maybe you've found a list somewhere or you've, um, you know, collected it over the years, it's best to do your research first. So which publications are likely to show an interest in your story and will their audience be interested in what you have to say? And when you reach out to them, personalise your email to them. If you know there's a particular section of their publication that you are, the media release will be suitable for. So if it is a, uh, you know, what's on page, for example, bring that out in your message so you know their publication, you know where it fits. Or is it the lifestyle section? Or is it the health and well-being section? Just mention that and, and also, if you can, find the right journalist who works on that section. Sometimes it's a matter of picking up the phone and calling the publication and asking that question, who's the best person to reach out to, because then you're also you're skipping multiple steps, going straight to the person who's in charge of that, that area, and they'll then hopefully pitch your story on your behalf to their editor. So you can find out uh, and follow the relevant journalists as well via Twitter or LinkedIn in a non-stalkerish way, of course, and build rapport before flicking over the release. Because if you do, you'll go a lot further. Because remember, they do get a lot of media releases every day. So you need to find ways to make them pay attention. And if they feel like they know, like, and trust you, they're more likely to run your story. Number nine, turn your media release into a one-page marketing kit. Okay, so whether the media, the media picks up your story or not, and there's never, unfortunately, promises that they will, no matter how good you think the story is, you can still feature the release on your website or in your business proposal packs. Because if you are talking about a key milestone or achievement, that's something that potential interested customers who you are talking to directly or have come to your website for more information, they might actually be eager to hear about that. So don't just think it was a waste of time and effort. If, for example, you are investing in a copywriter to write it, you can still use it in one shape or another or or upload it to your blog section on your website. Number 10, use social media to extend the reach of your story. So just like the last point, don't wait for journalists to run with it because you might be waiting a long time. 
And this goes the same for blog writing too. Don't just wait for Google to find it or journalists find it. You can take control in this day and age and spread the message. So you can upload it to your website, like I just said, as a blog or under media section or update section, however you've uh, set up your navigation, and share the link across your socials along with a cool Canva graphic. You know, I love Canva because you can still announce your story to your immediate world. Okay, there you have it. 10 tips to help you with your media release journey. If you need further support, you can either outsource the writing or editing to me and the Right Time Marketing team or book in a one-on-one power hour with me to talk it through. I'll put those links in the show notes. Otherwise, good luck with getting your message out there. Thank you for tuning in. You can find show notes for the episode at marketingandme.com today. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and leave me a rating or review via iTunes and grab a screenshot of this episode and share it across your socials. If you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn. Just search for Leanne Shelton and let me know you're a fan of the show. You can also find me on Instagram under Leanne Shelton 247 or book a free 15-minute chat. I'd absolutely love to chat about how I can help you grow a thriving health and wellness business. Until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.